Welcome to the Play It By Ear podcast. The podcast where the topics may vary because, hey, we play it by ear. And now your hosts, Eric Fiscus, Brady Liming, and Todd Griffin. Welcome to episode 39 of the Play by Your Podcast. Welcome, Mr. Liming. Hello. And welcome, Mr. Griffin. Howdy. All right. Uh, visit our website, www.playbyearpodcast.com. Register for updates. Go all the way to the bottom of the homepage. You can register there. Put your email address in. We can email you updates on the show and perch some merch. We'll talk about the merch here in a moment. Buy our stuff. Buy our stuff. Buy our stuff. <laughs> all right. If you have not been with us before, the way we do things here, we all come to the table with a topic, and we talk about that topic for 20 minutes. Uh, we're get, And I, I'm going to give you some inside baseball here because we're a little – we're getting a little – I don't usually get nervous about things, but when we're talking about possible topics a minute and a half before we go on live, now I'm getting nervous. That's, that's how good these guys are. The, the creative uses are flowing. <laughs> They're yeah. flowing. Um, we don't want to make it too easy on ourselves. Exactly. We're, we're it's been a rough challenge. week. <laughs> All right. Sorry to make you nervous, Mr. Fiscus. Well, you know. All right, Brady. Uh, we are, by the way, in order on the screen as to how we will go in our topics. Brady has topic number one, so Mr. Liming, take it away. Okay. This topic is about something that um, we've all hoped to avoid, and that is prison. Um, so our topic today is a fun look at prison, sort of. So uh, the first thing we're going to do is each one of our esteemed hosts we're going to put them on the spot here a little bit and you are going to create your okay you get two cellmates you get to choose your two cellmates from the fictional world so any movie character any tv character um you know that choose who you want to be your cellmate in prison and of course, in teacher fashion, please give supporting details why. <laughs> oh man! So real life or fiction? That's that's the rules. It TV. is fiction. Oh, fiction. 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 Okay. Good old fiction. So, um, I, I played around with a couple iterations of this, and I think I'm not going to put any um like categories on it. I'm just going to say, pick your two cellmates. And tell me why. I was thinking about, like, who do you want for the muscle? Who do you want for the brain? And that you know, that made it too easy. I just want to give you free-flowing, true creative thought. Who do you want to be your cellmate in your incarceration, your fictional incarceration? Hmm. Well, to keep it organic. Uh, as opposed to process. As a, well, I... I, I I don't know as far as just sitting here thinking of a top two. I think we could 
maybe go back and forth with just some people we would choose. Oh, yeah. More than two. The first one that comes to my mind would be uh, Mr. Mike Brady. Um, as in the Brady Bunch father? As in, as in the Brady Bunch father. Uh, <laughs> I, I can't wait to hear this. Well, hey, I, let I literally me grab my popcorn. I have literally given this no thought, but the, <laughs> instantly when I thought about being behind bars in a jail cell. So, are we talking prison like a maximum security prison or a, I guess for the last meal thing, we're, we've done a pretty serious crime here because, um, but let me back up to the beginning of my crime life and I'm just behind, you know, just your average county, county jail. Um, Mike Brady, uh, I seem to remember an episode of them being locked behind bars in like an old Western town of visiting an old Western town or something. And, uh, the keys were hanging on the hook across the, across the way. And Mr. Mike Brady used, uh, I believe various socks, uh, pantyhose, uh, belts, um, and other apparatus apron. <laughs> <laughs> Did I knock you off course there? Sam's cleaver. <laughs> um, no, was it Sam the butcher? Uh, Sam, Sam the cleaver. Sam's cleaver. I said he was. Oh, was the butcher. Yeah. Sam the cleaver. That sounds like no. a horror movie character. <laughs> Pretty sure Sam was the butcher. Uh, Alice dated him. Um, but anyway, and he was able to throw a couple of uh, a rounds of this this length that he had made of of these ver- various uh, you know objects and get the keys down and unlock saving the Brady family from sure doom uh, so my first pick would be Mr. Mike Brady that is fantastic <laughs> I, I, I first thing that came I, to my head I did not expect that that was scholarly that was well thought out and very surprising. Gold star for you, Mr. Griffin. Thank you. Uh, that that is some true circular reasoning there. Yeah. <laughs> now you may go have reset. You could go have some jail time on the astroturf. Yes. Huh. All right. So am I? Am, You're next. Are, are we picking cellmates one by one here? Is that what we're yeah. doing? Yeah. I'm spent. Yeah. I'll bet you are. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Now, before I go on. I'm just going to put this right here. (laughs) I will not make comment on it. And I will remove it. Thank you, Mr. (laughs) Herring, for uh, that input. (laughs) (laughs) You have rendered Mr. Griffin speechless. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) No comment. Gee willigers. (laughs) Um... So before I go on, I, I will put up, up some other input here. Uh, my wife, I'm, I'm impressed with her two answers. Andy Dufresne, because he knows how to get out of prison. Yes. And MacGyver. Got to go with MacGyver. Nice, nice Ooh, picks. Ooh, nice pick. Now, I don't know if this has anything to do with her watching an old episode of MacGyver just before I walked upstairs here, but... Hey, maybe, maybe so. I like peanut husk about. and MacGyver some... Anyway. Um, dental floss and he'll make a nuclear reactor to melt the bars i like to think of mike brady as the macgyver of the brady bunch now mrs wilson also has a good question why not otis who can just walk in and out of prison at uh 
Ah, nice. As his choice. Nice. Um, Jess, I, I don't know which part of that made you laugh, Jess. I'm assuming Todd's circular reasoning was what made you laugh. Now, Becky McConaughey says your choice is weird, <laughs> which I, I don't disagree with that. No, Becky, subjective. It, it's not weird. It's unique. <laughs> Uh, Chad McConaughey says Bo and Luke Duke. I, I guess they did a fair amount of uh, escaping from the Hazard County Prison. That is true. <laughs> All right. Um, and Joe, a little little late to the boom shakalaka comment there on our NBA Jam off offshoot there. But, okay, so my first prison cellmate. Hmm. This is truly organic because I my my mind just isn't uh, going to anything or anyone. Uh, th- this is difficult for me. I, Todd, your your choice was so out of left field, and the reasoning was so circular. I, I can't I can't recover from that. I can't. You're welcome. Eric, would you like me to step in? Yeah, step in. Let let me ponder this one a little little longer. Okay, my answer is going to be B.A. Baracus from the A-team. Nice. Because he's got his street smarts and he could rough up anybody if, you know, I I was going to get shaken down by another faction in the prison. I feel pretty confident that Mr. T would be my cellmate and B.A. Baracus and all his Vietnam skills and all his things that he brings to the table. Many a gold chain to swap out for uh, sundry items at the PX. Um, so <laughs> so I am going to go um, I need a little toothpaste. He's got my back. So I'm going to go with B.A. Baracus from the A-team as my fictional character for number one. Hmm. Okay, I, I think that's an odd choice for the A-team. Now, the one that was in my mind, because when it comes to solving problems, the person that's always in my mind is one of my lifetime heroes, and that's the other one of the other members of the A-team, which is, boys, you know who I'm going to say. I do. Say Eric it. Eric Benedict. Out with it. No, I'm kidding. I'm teasing. I'm teasing. I'm teasing. J- John Hannibal Smith, of course. Now, B.A. Baracus was the brawn of the group, but Hannibal's the one that came up with the plans. So I guess maybe they worked in tandem. It was uh, Hannibal who formulated the issue, and then B.A. and Face and and the rest of them carried it out. So I don't know. I guess John Smith. Now, if I if I could carry out the plans and Hannibal could come up with, you know, what what the plan was. I, I think I could work with that. Excellent choice. I, I figured there is probably about a 60% chance that that's who you're going to go with. Okay, some other uh, comments here from uh, people in the room. Drax and Rocket from Guardians of the Galaxy. Something to think about there. Nice. Now, I don't know if this is a co-ed prison or not. Fair or false? It? Yeah. Don't steal my thunder, Becky. <laughs> Uh, Danny, the topic is who would your prison cellmates be and what would your last meal be? And the, by the way, they had to be fictional characters. 
fictional, yes. Uh, the question, what do you, do you want to escape or be there for that meal? I don't know. I, that's, that's a I good question. I can answer that, Miss Wilson. Perhaps a chef would be a good one to have. Yeah. Um, to answer that question, you tried to escape and maybe didn't succeed, so now you're having to eat your last meal. Gotcha. I assume you get caught breaking out with whoever you're with, and then you're thrown back into the slammer and given the electric char. Okay, so Jess says the rock because he can sing, make me laugh, and maybe be able to use pure strength to get you out of the cell. So a multi-talented individual. Uh, Johnny says Hillary Banks from the Fresh Prince of Bel Air. That that's another out of left field choice, but I it, it's that's strong. I respect I'll it. Go with that. Uh, John, I got to ask for some explanation there. Yeah, we'll we'll wait for your explanation. I, I I can assume I know what the explanation is, but we'll we'll let him do that. Uh, Clint Eastwood from Escape from Alcatraz, according to Cookie. Good choice. Good choice. Another solid choice. I'm not sure if uh, Mr. Kyle King is on board watching tonight, but uh, last week uh, one of our episodes or one of our topics, uh, Kyle mentioned. Uh, it was the uh, movie series, the franchise. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, Kyle mentioned uh, uh, James Bond. I believe as his number one franchise, and so I was kind of thinking of that when when you you know you brought up this topic, and I keep thinking of the uh, Jaws character from one of the James Bond movies, uh, Richard Keel, I believe. Richard Keel, yeah, with the uh, stainless steel teeth. I can't help to think he wouldn't be some good in that. He could maybe bite through the the bars mm. and the jet. And the, yeah. the, he did bite through various steel things in the movie, yeah. didn't he? I remember a, a cable, like from a cable car, that he was gnawing it like a yeah. like I a trap woodchuck. He bit some pipes, some cable, uh, various metal objects. Metal objects. But that is a that is something to ponder, though, because do you want someone in the cell with you who will help you escape, or someone in the cell with you to make the stay a little bit more palatable? Good questions. Um. um I have my second answer that might help answer that. Was Richard Keel your second? I, I don't know time? that he was. I, I didn't put much thought. Of course, I didn't put much thought in my first answer either. But but I just I pictured him. I pictured those teeth and him biting through the the you know cell bars. That was a pretty good thought. Then he could probably whittle you a fork or a knife or a spoon out of something laying on the ground or something. You know, so you could have your meal. True. He could. He could fashion a shiv out of the uh, out of the tray that they 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 serve your food on, like the human bear trap. Uh, Chad says Steve number three from Multiplicity. He'd be a lot of fun. Uh, Danny says Cool Hand Luke. Oh, classic dancer. Yeah. Uh, Johnny Whitney says uh, Yeah, that's that's what he was thinking. Bingo from Bluey. No, he he. That was Todd explained his reasoning for what he Hillary Banks. Ah, uh, so he said gotcha. bingo. I I didn't explain it, did I? I thought someone did. Maybe I asked him for explanation. All right, uh, mom is watching, so let's everyone behave. Welcome, Linda. Hello, Mrs. Liming. My halo mm-hmm. is glowing. Now Matthew McConaughey is Becky's uh, choice. Becky McConaughey's choice now. Isn't that an in-law? That's <laughs> a cousin. Cousin. All right, all right, all right. 
Well, it would be an in-law, I guess. Maybe Chad's cousin. Yeah. All right, Brady, what's your second choice then? Okay, my second choice, kind of... Becky kind of touched on it just a little bit. And um, my second choice is going to be Jennifer Garner's character from the TV show Alias. The spy, butt-kicking super agent that she was. Because she was smart, she was tough, and scenery. 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 <laughs> scenery. Yes, she she would be um, easier on the eyes than um, a car poster. Than Mike Brady? Is that what you're trying to say? Easier in the eyes than Mike Brady? <laughs> Oh, no. <laughs> so this is a co-ed prison, then? It is my cell. Okay. We make the rules, darn it. We're in prison. I guess we have that kind of control. Well, uh, just to explain, that's Becky McConaughey's other husband. So she, uh, I, I thought, what do they call those? Brother husbands? They call them brother husbands. wives, I know. That's... This cool. is Wilson Clark Kent, who could help me escape or would be a nice diversion if we're stuck. <laughs> See, she's Would it be Superman that helped you escape? Because he couldn't help you escape until he took the glasses off, right? Is that the way that Wait works? a minute. Who's a stranger in my cell? <laughs> Wait a minute. Super. <laughs> who is that guy? Uh, Derek says Cyclops from X-Men. Very good. Yeah. Very good. Indeed. All right, so uh, who would my second one be? Do I go the uh, I go the scenery route, or do I go comic relief? Do I go? I don't know what I do here. Again, scenery. 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 Well, my wife's in the room. I don't know what I can say to that. Would my wife be my other cellmate? There you go. That would be a good. That would be a good answer, but she's not a fictional character. Oh, At least I, I hope not. Oh, say, yeah, you saved me there. She's not <laughs> a fictional character. What friends are for, man? Good work. Good work. All right. So if we're uh, if we're talking fictional characters who are also scenery, hmm. Got to go with Alf. <laughs> One Alf or two Alves. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, Becky, I know you're going to marry MacGyver. I, I know this. You always tell me that. Richard uh, Dean Anderson. Anderson. Richard Dean Anderson, yeah. Uh, Gary Troutman said Wayne Zelensky, Rick Moranis from oh, Honey, I Shrunk the Kid. Oh, that's a good nice. one. That, that, that was a spinoff that never quite got filmed, uh, Honey, I Shrunk the Warden. <laughs> well, <laughs> never mind. Did you guys see where Rick, Rick Moranis got sucker punched and beaten on the street here a while back by yeah. some asshole. Nobody touches the gatekeeper in my world. Yeah. That was yeah wrong. First time Rick Miranda's has been in the news for a long time. Yeah. Yep. All right. My second cellmate. It's very difficult for me. Hmm. There's just so many to pick. I mean, yeah, I just can't wrap my head around it. This, this is the first time you've seen this organic thing really, Cause me issues. 
I can usually speak at length about a lot of different things, but this one, this one's hurt. This one's yeah. You're all here. you're all tore up. I am tore up from the floor. I'm up. off my game. <laughs> <clears throat> I'll tell you, there was a rather shapely-looking anime character that my son was <laughs> looking at. The, if you want to talk about scenery, but, uh, uh, she's a fictional character. Yeah, I don't. Have Brady shaking his head. I don't know. I'm, I'm just rambling. It's like Diary of the Mouth here. I don't. I'm, I'm just. I'm trying to fill dead air. I don't know. Mouth. Uh, let me be your mental Pepto. Okay. Um. Why don't you limit it down? I'm going to help you out here a little bit. So you have Hannibal to lead you. You're looking for a specific cellmate that provides a skill set. So think of a specific skill set, something that, you know, whether it be the muscle, the scenery. Reggie Hammond from 48 Hours. Ooh, good choice. He he has some prison experience. He can uh, he can talk his way out of things. Very good, very good. Yeah, so I think Hannibal could devise the plan. Reggie Hammond could could carry it out. Very so, nice. Yeah. So none of us really went with the you know, the route of just some good fun, some good you know laughing, occupying the mind so you don't lose it. Gary Coleman and Charles Nelson Riley. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't Hollywood Squares. <laughs> Or Jim J. Bullock. Hawaii. <laughs> Hawaii. Uh, Gary says that uh, Wayne Zelensky was not the senior. <laughs> by the qualify that. And I don't know, John, that this, this Fresh Prince of Bel-Air thing you got going on. So both of your choices are from the Fresh Prince, Carlton being his second. Wow. For the Maybe Uncle John, could get you out of prison. John, be honest with me. You, you're sitting around watching Fresh Prince while eating Vienna sausages, aren't you? <laughs> Cooked Vienna sausages? I, I know my cousin. That's that's what he does, man. He's he's on a, a Fresh Prince trip. He has to be watching it right now. <laughs> does he cook Vienna sausages, though, like Brady? Uh, yeah, hey, I bet Johnny wasn't listening back then. Hey, John, this guy here to your left grew up cooking or frying, wasn't it? Frying uh, his Vienna yeah. sausages. Pan frying them. Pan frying them. Vienna sausages. What do you think of that, John? Now, keep you, in mind, this is the days before I could cook, so you're talking about my mom. Yeah, and she chimed in, you know, because we didn't believe you. Honestly, yeah. we, we thought you were losing it, and and Miss Miss Linda chimed in and said that uh, that was the way you guys did it, and I have no problem with it. I just, my argument is I've never seen it done or heard of it. Oh, the funniest part I about it was... It was a four, like, because I was totally grossed out because I saw some kid eating him raw, and I thought, good God, this kid's going to get salmonella. Who does that? And then I was corrected by everybody that yeah. like, they eat them right that out of the can. Is, that is as safe as he can be eating those things raw. And after I woke up from fainting, they explained that that's they're, okay. They're pre-cooked. Yeah. Uh, Brady's uh, choice to cook Vienna sausages are the cooking version of you choosing Mike Brady's your cellmate. <laughs> No. <laughs> um, well, my regulator's <laughs> you, on heavy today. You haven't, you haven't been able it. to... <laughs> Don't say it. You, no, haven't been you. Able to, uh, you haven't been able to argue that my choice of Mike Brady was a bad choice. All you no. said is it was a strange choice. So therefore, but Brady's choice of frying his Vienna sausages is possibly a bad choice. Yeah. yeah. 
Well, the thing is, you could sneak in a sweet um, uh, file to file the bars <laughs> in one of those uh, one of those tubes that he lost the plans on in Kings Island. So when you fry a, a, a Vienna sausage, does it get snappy? Does the skin get tweet and terse? And does it? I mean, does it does it pop no. in your mouth? No, it no, no it, it it's basically like if you ever get you know like a coney from Gold Star, it has the same consistency and everything as a cooked hot dog. Hmm. So <laughs> hot dog. <laughs> uh, Gary says never cooked on the Vienna sausages. Yeah. John says absolutely not cooked. I'm assuming that's what he means there with mustard. No, I think he's saying absolutely cooked. No, I think he's saying that's what he's doing right now, sitting around watching Fresh Oh, Prince. okay. <laughs> John, we need some interpretation. We have three. Oh, he says they so also he work in an omelet. So Whoa. if you're Light putting them in an omelet, now. then you are cooking them indirectly. John, uh, Man. I, John, I think Todd just might have like kicked you out of the family. Well, I've eaten many of Vienna sausages with that man, and not once have we ever taken the time to cook them. Uh, and I will go along with Linda there. I that's why I will not eat Vienna sausages in any form or fashion. I cannot imagine eating one of those cold, that old, old cold, cold gel. gel. That's good. a good you, way to you put can, it. You can eat a sausage and use the uh, the gook to uh, moisten your lips when they're dry. It's a it's a twofer. Works great in the winter time. Oh, good old had a piper down there, man. Petroleum jelly. <laughs> so we didn't even get to the last meal part. No. Um, well, we kind of did. Vienna sausage is for everyone. <laughs> oh, okay. oh, I don't know if that's Todd or Lisa that said that. Oh. Drink juice too. Either way, it's related to Johnny. <laughs> uh, and I'm with Becky McConaughey there, puke. I'm, I'm right hey, there. You guys do what you want. I'm going to be eating Vienna sausages with Mike Brady until uh, the, the end of days in my in my jail cell. I just hope I see Brady using his filter in his mind. <laughs> That's what Aaron says. <laughs> My cousin Aaron. Uh, How's it going, yeah, Todd? Todd? Yeah, Todd took uh, credit for all that. Good to see With another Todd in the room. Vienna sausage juice. <laughs> I don't even know if I can get into the last meal topic now listening to all this. I think that kind of ruined My last meal. Yep. That's perfect for putting the just Thank some you. Vienna trivia there. That's chicken broth there in. Drink a. <laughs> My eyes are watering, and, and I, I, I'm not even being dramatic. Like I'm tearing up. I didn't so, know that, John. What's the what's the uh, gelatinous? What's the uh, what's the glue uh, uh, paste salve type material around it? Probably pork pancreas peptides or something. <laughs> <laughs> Alliteration again. <laughs> Pork pancreas peptides. Okay, we we need to find a culprit here because uh, Christy says all I know is someone eats them in a sprite and something from a ziploc and throws them out on Martin Alexander Road. <laughs> <laughs> if, if you see this perpetrator of uh, throwing out uh, entrails of Vienna sausages and a sprite can, turn them into the Play It By Your podcast. So this is an awesome topic right here, Christy. Uh, what? Is in the Ziploc bag. Now that that's a good question. Awesome. Or, or have that's you gotten bag. close enough to inspect the uh, Ziploc bag? I'm guessing crackers, crackers, crackers. Maybe a bag of weed. Lord. <laughs> so 
So, Christy, okay. are you finding are you finding just empty cans of Vienna, like laying around, or and in, in, in like a, a sprite bottle, in a in a baggie? That is interesting. <laughs> this week on CSI Lake Winoka. <laughs> hey, yeah, Todd, Todd Griffin's the one that likes Mike Brady, Todd Ellis. I, I, I'm not sure where why that is, and we won't. Everybody likes the Brady Bunch. Yeah. Christy says a sausage container and a Sprite can are in the Ziploc oh. bag. So so they're being neat with their littering. They're compartmentalizing it. Apparently Makes so. me wonder if some raccoon didn't drag it out of a garbage can someplace. <laughs> more than once? Is it what? just a, more than one? She acts like this happens more than once, so I don't think yeah. the, I don't think well, the I raccoon think would be. It's a recurring issue, it sounds like. It's always funny until a, a cat's walking around with a Vienna sausage can stuck over its head. At least it's or, in a baggie, so it can't get it out. Or the raccoon's knocking on your back glass asking for a spray. <laughs> <laughs> well, it has to it has to wetten its Vienna sausage because don't they have to wet their food before they eat it? Get a dyspeptic raccoon on your deck. That's never good. I don't think they have so, saliva glands. This this gets more and more intriguing. What you find on a 4-H litter hunt, there were about 50 baggies with Man. Vienna sausage cans and Sprite cans in them. I would think the wow. smell would lead you right to the perpetrator. I would think you could just find them just somewhere swollen bellies and, and sickly swollen. in the woods. Somebody, you know, they could cross-check it with medical records. Somebody had a colonoscopy <laughs> where where they said that this person has eaten two tons of Vienna sausages and sprayed, and, you know, it'll be matching up in the database somehow. There's got to be a profile for that. Yeah. I, I mean, I enjoy a good can of Vienna sausages, but 50. I don't like Sprite either, so it's not me. Really? You don't like yeah. Sprite? No. Nah. All right, gentlemen. Gentlemen Schmittleman. Gentlemen Schmittleman. Hello, Carol. Uh, Carol says hi, Brady. All right, so that was topic number one, cellmates and Vienna sausages, even though that kind of went off the rails a little bit there. but uh, Like the old days. We hadn't gone off the rails in a while. Yeah. No, we haven't. On our crazy train. All right. So before we get into topic two, I want to remind you that if you go to our website at playbyearpodcast.com, we do have Play It By Ear t-shirts and masks available so you can be safe in your area of the world and show that you are an earbud. Uh, safe go to our website. And beautiful. Yes, safe and beautiful, exactly. Those uh, t-shirts uh, to keep you from dripping Vienna sausage juice on yourself when you're eating them. Indeed. Burn so your if you skin. go to the website, playbyyourpodcast.com, click the link in the middle of the page there. That will take you to our store, and you can uh, make purchases at your will. And we have many different colors of shirts, and uh, any color you like, for the most part. What's the uh, timeline on that, Eric? Uh, that is open until the 13th, I believe, so you have a few more days. So uh, <laughs> click in, check it out. And uh, get your play-by-ear merch for Christmas. All right, Amy Stucky in the house. Hello, Amy. Hello, Amy. Might have to grab a shirt and represent up here in Fayette County. Absolutely. I agree. Those courthouse people, what's going on up there? The courthouse. Yeah. Maybe one for every every day of the week. Maybe seven shirts. 
a different sure. color for every day of the week. Yes. A different color for every color I turned during the Vienna sausage <laughs> uh, discussion. We don't have a Vienna sausage color shirt, do we? We need to make it happen. Boy, I don't even know where that would begin to. What a gray, grayish pink, grink. I mean, what, what color? Nude. <laughs> it's got a bit of salmon in it. Uh, I don't know. I say. Uh, you to turn various stages of colors of distress there over the course of that conversation. Yeah, that, that kind of hit my. It's a. Uh, yeah, that kind of hit me in a strange uh, mental. <laughs> spot there which turned physical very quickly that's, that's why food topics are so so fun to discuss on here with brady <laughs> i thought that was our game of the night to see if we can make brady up chuck right it doesn't take live. much it doesn't take much you just like mention condiments or now i might get an indignant look but i won't get analysis you know um <laughs> but the vienna sausage I think Vomitus would be great. You're live on three Facebook pages, YouTube, yeah. Twitter. I, I know why Brady doesn't eat Vienna sausage because he doesn't know where the handle starts. He doesn't know where to stop. Where to stop eating? There's no the handle. Sausage is the handle. That's what I mean. He doesn't know. He, he he's confused. Handful no, of handles. Whatever's in betwixt my grubby fingers. <laughs> you're afraid, well. It's, it they kind of blend in with your fingers, so you're afraid you'll bite your fingers. That is true. If you right, find Tom, a fingernail. You find a fingernail in your Vienna sauce, it's just time to stop. Um, speaking of Aaron, my cousin Aaron, uh, I believe um, my aunt and uncle that they, um, I forget if it was like a fake, uh, like a, a a fake fingernail or a band aid in a pizza at a, an establishment. And they've got, they got many moons of free pizza from that establishment. Really? But, yeah. It was a pretty grotesque little find. Sometimes you got to make a sacrifice to get the yeah. riches. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So with my topic tonight, I just kind of thought we would use some conversation starters with a little bit of uh, this or that. It's not a very original name, but we're going to call it this or that. My first this or that for you guys to discuss and for our audience to discuss. And, and keep in mind, the answer can never be both because – that's just you had to be disciplined yeah yeah uh bacon or i see uh aaron pizza had an entire fingernail just to carry through with that story brady was telling (laughs) uh this kind of connects uh bacon or sausage gentlemen bacon or sausage i'm gonna have to give a an eloquent answer um Sausage is pretty cool. I'm pretty picky about my bacon. There's a certain kind of bacon I like, but man, I'm all about the turkey bacon. If it's a good lean turkey bacon, I'm all about it. But if it's not, if it's regular bacon, I'm going with the, um, like the sausage patties. Interesting. I like the way you, you started that out like a stoner, by the way, like sausage is pretty cool, man. Like (laughs) that's just a weird way to describe sausage. sausage is pretty cool, man. Strange way to describe sausage. You cool? Bacon is meat. So there there are various iterations of bacon and sausage at play here. Again, you have the pork or the turkey. Pork. Pork. Uh, With sausage, you have links, 
or patties. So or my choice out of all those ground. iterations. Or ground. Oh, ground, yeah, true, true. So out of all those iterations, my choice, and I'll, I'll go along with Brady on this, I will go with the turkey bacon. That would be my choice. So then extending that out, we both go with bacon. Brady, crunchy or chewy? Crunchy. Uh, I, I, yeah, I don't want any fatty wobbliness to it. I like my uh, bacon to be crisp. I, I like a little chewiness, but I don't like I don't want it stringy and fatty and and uh, I don't want it to be a, a chore to eat. I don't want to, you know what I mean? Like when you're chewing it and nothing's happening betwixt your teeth, it's just it's just dancing between your teeth. Just and and you, you can chew on it for five minutes and then pull it out of your mouth and it's the exact same. <laughs> like not like a rubber band it's wet. The same, same hue, the same uh, makeup, <laughs> uh, molecular. I mean, it's, 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 yeah. But I don't like it so crunchy that it just, you know. All part. Yeah. Peppers into your beard. Now, our, our audience is strongly in the bacon. So we got Becky McConaughey with bacon. We got Amy Stuckey with bacon. We got Jim with bacon. Is there anything else? Uh, Amy qualifies bacon for sandwiches, sausage yeah. for gravy and dip. Definitely. Okay. Got, yeah, you got to have sausage gravy. Chad says bacon with a side of bacon. Doreen, welcome. Hey, Doreen. She likes the sausage links. She's a link girl. And um, many people say crunchy bacon, Chad, and Amy say crunchy bacon. Uh, Jess says sausage patty. So there's our first sausage We're patty. We're in the city, a sausage Patricia. Uh, Joe, bacon with a Jim Gaffigan quote, quote, bacon is so good they use it to improve other foods by wrapping, wrapping them in bacon, which that, that's that's true. Joe, we that forgot is, to tell you rule, rule number one, you can't mention Jim Gaffigan's name on this podcast. <laughs> he quoted him. I tried to pick a fight with Jim Gaffigan on Twitter and he wouldn't fight me back. <laughs> <laughs> uh, John Whitney, bacon is done as you can get it without being able to break it. Hmm. Make it, but not break it. That sounds like a T-shirt. <laughs> so that goes with our other rhyming uh, up again it, but not in it, and a drop of it on top of it. Yes. If we can come up with enough of those. Oh, man. Team Twinkie. Also with Team Turkey there. Okay, Aaron, Turkey bacon or Turkey sausage? So we'll see what she says to that. I think when I was at first watch, I had turkey sausage. I don't like it as well as turkey right. bacon. Next, this or that, Chinese food or Japanese food? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> you, okay, so you, uh, I, can't, I can't. I don't know if I can say it or not. <laughs> <laughs> you said Chinese and Japanese, and it, it, my mind just immediately went I know what you thought of. I know what you're thinking. Yeah. <laughs> I know what you're thinking. Don't go there. That's all I'll say about that. <laughs> Let me guess. Was it uh, shortly after that? Did you go into the milk, milk, lemonade? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, something along those lines. <laughs> Ever, uh, think, think about that. That was something that got passed around the playground and not one person saying it really understood what the hell they were saying. No. I don't believe no, 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 I didn't. I just thought they were fun word combinations to say together. 
We were in it. fun word combinations, yeah. but they had a deeper meaning yes. than a seven-year-old could comprehend. <laughs> you know yeah. what happens around the corner. <laughs> <laughs> round the corner. Um, it was never around the corner. Even back then, there was a, our brand of shenanigans. Yeah. Okay. Right, Chinese, Japanese. All right. Um, Man. I am going to go Japanese um, if it's prepared in a nice hibachi. I mean, I love them both. Actually, Thai would be my first choice. But since I'm going to Chinese, Jack Talk Thai. Yeah, like you were so, trying to whisper that around a corner. Thai. Why did you get all Popeye on us there? Yeah, have um, some spinach with that Japanese. Or, 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 or. Some spinach. Oh my um, God. Some spinach, Um So, um, daggone. Yeah, that's a top choice, but I'm going to go Japanese. Uh, freshly made on the hibachi. Um, some steak, some peppers and onions. Man, some teriyaki. Very good. Very good. Japanese. It's tough, though. It is. So, I, I like... The Japanese, I don't know if I like the Japanese food better or the Japanese experience of cooking the food better. Because, I mean, the hibachi, that's the only way I've had the Japanese food in a hibachi grill situation. Mm -hmm. So you have the onion volcano, you have the uh, broccoli spears being thrown about by the chef. I mean, the, the whole experience of the Japanese hibachi situation is top notch in my I would opinion. like to say at my table the last time I was the only one that caught the flying squash. <laughs> Congratulations. Thank you. Uh, That'll be going with my gravestone. Flying squash. That sounds like a a wrestling move on Ren and Stimpy or something. <laughs> and off the top rope with the flying squash. <laughs> the flying butt pliers, remember that? Yeah. <laughs> I I would go it although you guys are breaking my rules because it was one or the other. And, we, and we're definitely, uh, I agree with Eric though. Chinese, if it's a buffet, I'm going Chinese. If uh -huh. it's the, if it's the, if I want the experience, I'm going with the Japanese, but I, I like them both. You know, both of them make me feel like crap after I eat them. And then I'm hungry again an hour later, but I love them both. No buffets allowed in COVID world. Oh yeah. I've eaten it. I've eaten buffet. Am I, am I allowed to say that? But I use a plastic glove to go get my food. You know, because that, because that, that renders uh, all the way up to your elbow. Yeah, that renders COVID. Uh. <laughs> all right, this is a question. This is a question as old as time: dogs or cats? <laughs> now, now, wait a minute. I, I got to get some comments in here from the oh, audience. Sorry, oh. let that ruminate right, uh, while he. Joe, uh, Joe went back to the sausage conversation asking about kielbasa. I don't know that because it was bacon Kielbasi. or sausage. I, I guess kielbasa falls into that. And we didn't even – we kind of stayed in the breakfast realm. We didn't go into kielbasa and things like that. So Yeah, although there's nothing wrong with some kielbasa or summer sausage for breakfast. Or uh, chorizo for some uh, – um, I love chorizo with uh, some uh, – no, uh, huevos rancheras, uh, the 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 Mexican style sausage, and some good stuff. Mm -hmm. 
I think you Alex Trebek that. I think you rolled your tongue. How brave is Rantelis? You might be right, Eric. <laughs> now you sound freaky deaky Dutch. <laughs> All right. Uh, Shall I do my Ren and Jess, <laughs> Jess says Japanese hibachi. Becky McConaughey, Chinese orange chicken with rice. Good choice. Good choice. Johnny, Chinese. Uh, Joe, it's the same, isn't it? Yeah, maybe. Similar. It is very similar. Yeah. Uh, Japanese, according Ooh, to Mrs. Sashimi. Wilson, because I hated sauce salsas. Uh, sashimi all day. Now, if, if Miss Wilson likes the Erster salad, I could see where she's coming from the sashimi. I, you know, I don't like seafood. I'm not going to touch that stuff, but I know that people love it. Hmm. Uh, welcome to the room, Georgia Fulton. Oh, speaking of oysters and seafood, my my beloved aunt, queen of seafood dishes. Howdy. Uh, Amy oh. says Chinese, love some crab yes. rangoons. That might be just ironic idea. because rangoon is, isn't that in uh, Thailand? Isn't it true that there's no actual crab in rangoons? I don't think I've heard that they don't actually put crab in crab rangoon. It's imitation crabs, isn't it? It's an imitation okay, crab. Well, the, I've heard I, I'm curious about that. I don't even eat crab. What the heck is imitation crab? Like you, shrimp. You, no. Imitation crab is shrimp. No. Yes. I will fight you to the death. Look it up. Look it up. <laughs> imitation always, crab is the stuff if you see it on salad bars, it's the cold like it looks White manufactured. It, yeah. It's white and it's chum, isn't it? But it's not it's not it's not uh uh shrimps. Is it? Dude. I would say now now you're questioning. No. You, you, <laughs> you come at me and say I, no, no, I, it's no. Not. Well it's yes. not shrimp, is it? You, you can't you know do your that. record you stick know your record your, in these arguments. Guns. I'm stick to my guns, and I'll probably win another one, like I win every food argument with you, oh, Mr. Celery, Mr. Celery, and my Wendy's chili. Ain't no celery, in my Wendy's chili. Uh, Derek says hibachi for the win. Uh, Amy says Brady, that wasn't even an option. Stay on task here. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yes, Brady, stay on task. <laughs> uh, Christy, Japanese, less fried meat, hibachi style. I guess I never thought of that. There is less fried. Well, that's oh, true. I, I never have an answer, that. gentlemen. What is uh, the answer? The answer is imitation crab is highly processed food made by the combining of minced fish, <laughs> minced fist with starch, egg whites, sugar, salt, and additives that mimic the flavor, color, and texture of real crab meat. I'll take the win. Minced Thank you. Fist. Yeah, there's. I, I only I only knew that because I don't like shrimp and I love imitation crab. Mm. <laughs> All I can imagine is some other crustacean going, "Hey, hey I'm a crab, I'm a crab," and it's not. So is, yeah. is imitation crab only for salads? I mean, is it? Is there any other use for it? It's is it like bacon's like bacon bits like like the fake like the bacon bacon. Bacon. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, my wife. My wife went to the. Uh, Japanese grill a couple weeks ago. She says they're not throwing veggies anymore. What kind of nonsense is that? The COVID, man. What? Yeah, the man. COVID? 
The COVID the flying how, squash. How would the COVID affect the throwing of the vegetables? I mean, no one's yeah. touching the vegetables. The, well, if the, the squash is flying to the, the air, the virus could attach itself as it's flying <laughs> to the atmosphere. Hang on a minute. You you keep saying squash. Don't they throw? It seems like I remember them throwing other things. Don't they throw? I guess they wouldn't throw meat. That's too expensive. Broccolis. <laughs> broccoli. I've seen them do. Yeah, I've seen them do the broccoli, but I've seen them do the squash as well. I think. <laughs> and the uh, the one at Eastgate, the guy's got the little. Uh, the little oil, uh, he squeezes it. It's like a little boy peeing. You seen that? <laughs> what? Do all, of, do all of them have that? It's like a little. You've seen yeah. it, Eric. It's like a. It's like a. Yeah. yeah. It's wow. his. Uh, it's what it's just what his oil can is. It's what his. Huh. It's what he squirts the uh, the grill with. Uh, Gary says Chinese. The buffet is his favorite experience. And Jess says the. Uh, Hibachi in Hillsboro, there is no hibachi due to the COVID. No hibachis in COVID world, I guess. You know, Jess, I think you just determined my future in the next couple of days. I'm going to be getting takeout because now that we're talking about it, I really want it badly. See, I, and I remember, you know, so a lot of places you have the combination. You have the Chinese buffet, but the hibachi grill on the side. So you can kind of have the best of both worlds. True facts. One of my favorite classic wrestlers, Abdul the Butcher. He has opened up. He has a barbecue and Chinese restaurant. It's barbecue and Chinese. It's Abdullah the Butcher's Chinese and barbecue restaurant. Really? I want to go there so bad. I I just, right. I'm compelled. Are we ready to move on? Yes. Right, a couple more, uh, or one more comment here. Uh, Japanese sushi gives Japanese the edge, according to Derek. Don't do no sushis. I like well. I don't like the real sushi. I just like like the rolls, like California, the, rolls. California rolls. Yeah. California. Uh, <laughs> dogs or cats, gentlemen. Dogs or cats. I know what Eric. I already know Eric's answer. I think I know Brady's. Um, I think Brady's kind of like me. I think he's. I think he's turned a little bit towards more accepting of cats, but still, Eric, you yeah. still know. Um, I like all animals over there. So there's that. In England? Um, but if I had to have an animal up again me. <laughs> but never mind. <laughs> wow. <It's, laughs> when you catch yourself from going too far, uh, it's a good I feeling. That. It's a good feeling. Oh, no Catherine the Great references. <laughs> um, uh, see, I'm. This is a hard thing for me to answer because if I say I like cats, I have to admit I like cats better. If I say I like dogs, we don't have a dog, but my wife wants a dog. If I say I like dogs, then I would be I, – I, I'm going to paint myself into a corner here. I wouldn't, I wouldn't have put you on the spot like this, Eric. I actually thought your answer would be quick and easy. Well, there, there are a lot of strings attached. I hear. I see answer. that now. I guess I would have to say cats because they are the status quo in my house at the current time. So yeah. I qualify my answer. Good choice. Good choice. Good answer. Um, I have been a dog guy all my life. I love dogs. I really love dogs. Um, I am in a cat only home right now because, um, you know, uh, 
my dog Bennett passed away back in August. So uh, there will probably be a new dog coming in the summer. Um, but right now I have two cats. Um, I have never hated cats, but when I turned 12, I developed a cat allergy. Um, now that I have two cats in my house, I don't seem to, they don't seem to bother me and they are interesting. They are fascinating to watch. They can be buttheads, you know, I I just, yeah, I, I don't understand them. And I don't know, like, you know, like for instance, when I would get home, my dog would be genuinely glad to see me. They, they would, I mean, genuinely, Hey, I'm glad you're here. I love you, man. But the cats are like service me. You know, and I like literally from the moment my feet hit the floor, they're yelling at me and bossing me and like, meow, man, meow, feed me. And it gets a little annoying, but they've grown on me. Yeah. (laughs) Shut it, Eric. (laughs) I agree, Brady. I I used to be completely anti-cat and then until I, uh, until I ended up with my own outside cat that became an inside cat and uh and now he's pretty cool uh, but but i've always said this i like cats that have characteristics of a dog <laughs> uh you know yeah. which isn't fair to cats i mean it's but um it's it's true i you know i like cats that want to you know snuggle and 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 be petted and and give and get affection uh okay not- so I, i'm, I'm going to give another side to that cats that are like a dog and I will qualify that. I do not want cats like a dog. Really? Really? And, and here's why. Because we have a cat that's like a dog. And the way he's like a dog is every time you are eating something, it takes 30 seconds for him to troll up and be in your face and just be around, just hovering around your food. Yeah. Like, that is like, a- move, move away. Move over there. And don't be up in my face when I'm eating. Yeah. I, I I can see that would be annoying. <clears throat> that and uh, everybody's uh, least favorite cat characteristic is they act like there's a grand prize for uh, showing you their their anus. Like there's some like there's some magical cat prize that they get if they uh, if they can get more the, the most people to look at their their anus in one day or something. Yeah, behold, yeah. check out the grandeur of my sphincter. Yeah. Yeah, I think Eric. I think it's coming up to you to get that food, just so you can shoo it away, so it can give that walk away with its tail up in the air and say, "Look at it! Look at it! <laughs> Behold Look at it. the news. <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, from the audience, no secret as to what my wife says when she said cats all the way. Uh, Becky McConaughey says dogs no to cats. Amy Stuckey says, dogs, lock your husband and dog in a trunk and see which one is happy to see you when you let them out. <laughs> <laughs> one way to look at it, I guess. Uh, let's see who else here. Uh, we do have a... Derek says, imitation crab is Alaskan Pollock. There's the fist Brady was talking about. Fist. Alaskan Pollock Fish. Well, now, Christy says it's cut from white fish of some sort. Now, I don't know if a pollock is, is a it, white fist. Is it pollock white fist? Halibut. Amy <laughs> also says halibut. white fist. 
She's allergic to shrimp and can't eat the imitation crab, so I stand corrected. Todd, you were not correct. I was incorrect. Yes, so I, I was correct. I that as well. How was I not correct? I said it wasn't shrimp. That was my argument. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, Mrs. Wilson says it's pulverized white. Oh, pulverized. pulverized. Yeah, Sam um, the Butcher with his cleaver. <laughs> um, but before we move on, I, I, I we need, need we need to give a little shout out to Amy, um, who's uh, recovering from the COVID. Um, so we want to give her a get well shout out. So very much, very we much we indeed. we love and appreciate all of our earbuds, and we want everybody to be safe out there. So, Amy, uh, lots of uh, lots of love and get well. Okay, J- Joe with the quote. He's, he's the quote machine tonight, so don't know where this quote comes. Oh, dinnerinthedessert.com. He, he even he, cited uh, it. Nice. Cited the quote. In more traditional family restaurants, crab rangoon is made with actual crab meat, but in traditional Chinese takeout restaurants, it's a mixture of imitation crab meats with green cheese, garlic, Worcestershire <laughs> <laughs> That stuff. <laughs> and wonton skins deep fried and served in a sweet and sour dipping sour. 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 Yeah. Sour. Sour fist and Worcestershire. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like we're having a stroke. <laughs> yeah. I, oh my. I, I didn't think it was real crab. I don't know that I've had. I guess I've probably had. Where would you find a, a crab rangoon with real crab meat in it around here? Joe, can maybe you find that out for us? Traditional Chinese restaurant, apparently. Yeah, maybe a more authentic kind of. Yeah, I don't know. Like one of those, one of those Chinese restaurants in the mall food court, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. All right, gentlemen, cake. A uh, couple more things on the dogs and cats from our audience. Uh, Chad says dogs. Jess says dogs. Freedom. Uh, Freedom. Kim says only wiener dogs. Uh, here, here, Kim. Here, Todd, here. You're, uh, you're in that. <laughs> uh, Celia, I don't know. I don't. I don't know what that was. I, I, I will not comment. No, Celia, name, you're. But... The <laughs> <laughs> uh, cats can't fetch your ducks. Uh, that, that's true, Derek. I don't they know might, if I can but get they would kill them and eat them first. But uh, if I do, I will not get a cat. Whatever fetches your duck. Uh, Todd is filtering himself better than Brady tonight. <laughs> back here. I, I haven't unfiltered myself. I've just accidentally stepped in it. <laughs> Not up again. You stepped in it. <laughs> right on top of it. Uh, Amy says thanks for the uh, shout out. You're welcome, Amy. Uh, Joe pulled that quote to hear someone try to pronounce word. You grew up with me. You know I can't pronounce that word. I I feel like I'm in the middle of a Joe Walsh song trying to pronounce Warshoe. Derek says, I had Rangoon with real crab at a Mandarin restaurant in Germany. (laughs) Boy, that's a multi. My my Chinese food in Germany. That's where you get real crab. Nice. Impressive, though, Derek. It's like getting your sauerkraut in Beijing. (laughs) Oh, good question, Mrs. Wilson. Maybe the real crab ones are on the secret menu items. Never thought of that. I'm going to try that. I like the imitations with the Worcestershire sauce. I don't mind it. <laughs> Extra Worshi sauce. 
Yes. All right. So uh, our clock went off for topic two. <laughs> Thank goodness. We, we got through three of them. Do you want to do one more? Just because Let's do one more. Is there anything you were wanting to get to? One more. This and this and might cake or pie. Mm. Cake or pie. This has been Can't the easiest one of the night. Can't have both. Mm. Can't can't you can't say cheesecake either. I'm just making these rules up as we go. You can do whatever oh. you want, but um I I I like cake, but I prefer pie. I would always get a birthday pie for my birthday because I like it better than cake. And many times it would be a cheesecake, but or the strawberry mousse cake mousse pie. Hang on a minute. Like that did, or you nice call, lime. did you just call cheesecake pie? Um it, it, it's well the kind um the kind that comes out of a box pie, which is still delicious. Gotcha. You know, so is that where, why isn't it yeah. cheese pie? That's a good question because it's not baked. It's just, you know, it's like chili soup. With a spatula. But yeah, but yeah, I'm definitely a pie guy. Uh, I would say the from the total world of pies v cakes, Pied I would have to go with the pie. There are so many possibilities, so many more possibilities with pie in comparison to cake, in my opinion. So therefore, I would have to go with pie. Hmm, interesting. That would be fun. Uh, Joe Rocky, can you look? Can you look up and see? Are there more? Are there more? Uh, uh, are there more pies or more cakes? Because I would almost say I can think of more cakes than pies. But well, maybe not. Cakes, probably could. You're right. Just off the top of my head, I can think of more types of pie than I can cake. Yeah. And the consistency of cake, unless you bring cheesecake into the conversation, the consistency of cake tends to be the same no matter what form of cake you're eating. Yeah. True. Whereas a good, pie can take on many different types of consistency. Gotta be I feel more. like Bubba from Forrest Gump because I could start rattling like apple pie, peach pie, pecan yeah. pie. You know. Okay, and see, I think I think pies can get by with being, uh, I think they're they're the slider of whether a, a pie is good or not. I think can go either you know either direction. It can be a little overdone. It can be a little you know the crust can be a little burned. It can be, a, but a cake has to be moist. Nobody wants a dry moist. cake. I can't say that word. <laughs> my wife, my uh, my partner at work. I'm not allowed to say that word, so I want to say it on here. But but honestly, uh, you want a moist cake, a, a pie. There are some pies that are better dry. Dry pie, dry pie, dry pie. So uh, I'm assuming we were just staying within the realm of desserts. I mean, we don't want to go into mincemeat pies and shepherd's uh, pie. Ugh, no. Pie pie. Pat Pat Plus, I, I, I can't think of any meat cakes. Are there any meat cakes? <laughs> Derek, is that George Carlin? Is it meat or is it cake? It's meat cake. I guess meatloaf could kind of be considered a meat cake. If you think about meatloaf. it. Ketchup icing. Ew. <laughs> I, I, I will never look at meatloaf again. The same. Ketchup icing. Ugh. I, I my answer would be this. I probably like 
for the same reason you said, Eric, I have a lot more choices when it comes to pie, but I would choose red velvet cake over any of it. I, I thought you that was going to be great. Red velvet cake fan, but only if it has traditional red velvet cake icing and not cream cheese cream icing. Cheese. No, cream cheese icing is not traditional red velvet cake icing. At least not in my lifetime. Not in the Griffin it's, house. It's homemade in a big old kettle that that mom has on her stove. A vat. A vat. A cauldron. <laughs> All right, so the audience, Gary Chapman says pie. Celia says pie with exclamation. Yeah, yeah, All yeah. Cats. Becky says cake, but just the frosting. What, what kind I, of frosting? Cake mainly serves as something to hold up the frosting. If, if anything is great about the cake, it is the frosting. Of course, uh, no pies with meringue pie. make the list. What was that? No pies with meringue make the list. Morning. <laughs> uh, Chad says mama's pie, and his mom does make out outstanding pie. Uh, Becky McConaughey pie, peanut butter pie all day, every day. Amy says yellow cake. Show icing? I, I, mean, I, I don't know what oh. show icing is. Maybe the, the Chocolate, I got it. That's good stuff, Amy. Uh, chocolate icing? Oh, chocolate icing. Chocolate icing. Okay, I got it. Uh, Kim says pie. Lori Parker, welcome to the room. Pie is her choice. Uh, Ty says pie. Ty says pie. Ty says pie. Pie all day. Yes, all day. Uh, Lauren, welcome to the room. Well, Lauren says pie. Nothing better than nothing better than a butter pie. Shout out to Kirsten, our our friend and listener, Kirsten. Kirsten is the queen of the peanut butter pie. Do like peanut yeah. butter pie? Yes, uh, Bev's uh, cinnamon sugar pie or custard. I, I don't know if I've ever had either one of those. I, I think Good I've had stuff. Bev's peanut so butter pie. It's outstanding. That, that brings me to a question I've always wondered: What is the difference between sugar pie? Because I've had I've had all these. I think sugar pie, custard pie, or transparent pie. Because I I know they're all a thing, and maybe they're all the same thing. I have no idea, but I've had them all. <laughs> if anybody knows that, could you chime in and? Educate us. Educate the educators. I've I've heard, and I could be totally off base here, but I've heard that transparent pie is a a name for sugar pie in certain parts of the country. Like that's a southern gotcha. term. Ironically, it's translucent. True. Not to get technical, I, I just always found that interesting. But but There's you no but paint. you lack you lack the uh, alliteration because when you. When you throw the transparent, the hard P sound there makes the alliteration with pie, transparent pie. Trans- you have opaque pie. pie. Yeah. <laughs> opaque pie. Yeah, but, but translucent pie doesn't opaque. work. <laughs> I'm the same way, Miss Wilson. I almost called you Lee Wilson. That would have been so dis- disrespectful. That would have been disrespectful. Yes. Uh, I, I agree, though. I'm not a big fruit pie person. Have you, do you remember the Hostess fruit pies? Daggone, yeah. those were good. Or, Especially if you had the chocolate one. Or the, or the McDonald's pies that were 8,000 degrees in the filling when you got them from the drive-thru. Hot magma and a crust. You don't want to drop that down your you want to drop that down your open polo shirt, do you? <laughs> no. no, you don't. The esophageal burns for a mile. Burn your nipples Eric off. Says pie, especially with warm vanilla ice cream. Indeed. Uh, John, there you go. There you cake. go. That's a, it's another of the... That's a nod to the Griffin household, correct? 
I have a special pie, especially pumpkin. pumpkin. I have a special order into my mom right now for Christmas time for a red, red and green velvet cake. So, looking green forward to velvet. Yeah, green velvet, green velvet. Hello, Tate. Yes, so we're we're only talking to you, Tate. We're happy to have you along. All right, Christy says you must eat Janelle's red velvet. I will, I will give any red velvet a day in court. But a day in court. Uh, Gary Troutman, Google Pie recipes about four hundred and ninety-eight million results versus cake recipes about six hundred and one million results. As a wow, that's interesting. Yeah, not useless at all. That's what we're all about. Yeah, Yeah. Gary, that's the kind of listener we like. Uh, Regina Smith, welcome. Transparent pie is the best, according to her. So is maybe Regina can help. Is transparent pie, sugar pie, and custard pie all the same thing? Uh, I mean, we we do have some answers down the line here. Sorry. Um, Just so you guys know, we we can't see these until Eric puts them on, so I didn't mean to get ahead of you. Uh, Dennis, German chocolate cakes. Nine. Nine. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Transparent would be sugar, according to Chad. As custard has eggs. That's why it's different. Gotcha. Good answer. Pies are healthy. They have fruit in them. That's my cake. It's like carrot cake. You know, it's veggies. Uh, Chad, McDonald's holiday custard pies are the bomb. Yeah, we, Chad, I've not had one of those. Oh, they're like good. They, are. They, got, they have little sprinkles on them. Ooh. Uh, um, custard is creamier, according to Regina, and I guess maybe that goes back to Chad's saying they the have eggs. eggs in them. So I guess that would probably tie into the creamy portion of the pie. What is the McDonald's pie that has the um, – that's two flavors in one. It's like – it's Half a strawberry it's, cream pie. It's a strawberry cream. Those are good. Mm-hmm. The, the pumpkin Those pies. Are good. Are good. Our friend Doug is a big fan of the McDonald's custard pies. I think he was the first one that told us about them. He buys them by the gross. <laughs> <laughs> Metric tons. Yeah. Uh, Abigail Troutman, welcome. Triple chocolate cake well, is her vote. Has anybody ever thrown their head over the wall and done a quadruple chocolate? It always stops at triple chocolate. I, See, I, I, I think the space-time continuum would explode. If I asked uh, six-minute abs. <laughs> <laughs> Step into my office. Because <laughs> you're fired. You're fired. <laughs> I, uh, I asked my, uh, my lovely and talented wife, Miss Celia, if uh, I, she would buy me a cake for Christmas that I saw online. And she told me, no, if you can believe that. It's $100. Uh, and the bottom layer is pecan pie. The middle layer is eggnog cheesecake, and the top layer is red velvet. And Ooh. I've never seen anything like it. So if there's any local bakeries that can make that for that less than $100. Very, very decadent. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Celia gives kudos to the strawberry cream pies from McDonald's yes. as well. And uh, Christy, custard pies like creme brulee guts. <laughs> <laughs> That, that requires a roll of the tongue. Oh. Yeah, that's that's fancy stuff there. It's uh, we sugar, sugar is transparent. Poor man's pie is milk pie or sugar. What an insulting pie, pie name. <laughs> poor man's pie. Poor man's pie. pie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
And uh, Miss Wilson, green velvet in that little boy's smile. Is that a song? <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, who sang that? Alana Black Miles. Velvet. Yeah, Alana Miles. We, uh, <laughs> we had a green velvet cake when we were Utes. And uh, let's just say our uh, bathroom trips over the next week were pretty interesting. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about a little boy's smile. <laughs> <laughs> you know, various uh, hues of a when, when I worked at Camel's Knot in college, um, the Motley Crew made a uh, soda like that that we sold at Camelot, and Camel's part Knot. of its marketing at the Camel's Knot, and part of its marketing it was their large warning that it would, and I quote, would turn your stools the color of whatever the drink was, like. Good God! What kind of marketing plan is yeah. that? The, the green velvet cake did too. Is, yeah, it, it's yeah. Pretty much looked like a. Never mind. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> well, gentlemen, we're uh, we're knocking the food topics out of the park tonight. We are. <laughs> All right. Before we get into topic three. Uh, if you would like to support what we do here financially, there are some bills involved. I mean, just things that uh, come up as far as our cost of the website and things. So if you'd like to support what we do financially, you can go to playbyyourpodcast.com backslash support. And uh, want to thank our three supporters so far, our three monthly supporters, Joe Rocky, Christina Rocky, and Jessica Longacre. Uh, thank you all for your yeah. support. Thank you guys thank very you guys. much. We got to do a Bartles and James. Thank you for your support. We could do and, a Sally uh, Struthers. For just 99 cents a month. We'll throw out a. You uh, can support this podcast. <laughs> That's the worst Sally Struthers. <laughs> we'll throw out a, uh, a shout out to Joe and uh, Christie's business yes. as well. Um, if you are looking for a vacation, if you're looking for a fun getaway, you can uh, you can talk to to Christy. She'll help you out. Absolutely. I drew a blank on the business name, so I'm trying. I was hoping one of you guys would jump in. I apologize, Christy. Uh, Eric, you had that last time for me. I did. Uh, oh, sorry. You should write that now, down. Now I now it flew right out of my ear when you asked me. Yeah, that's why I had it when I started talking, and I and I lost it by the time I uh, vacation architect LLC. Yes. Yes. That's it. Yes. Thank you. Vacation Architect LLC, uh, give them a look-see and give them a call. They will help you out. I'll put it I up I can on hear the, the typing. Yeah. yeah, I can hear him typing away. Yes. Like a... Like a madman. There we Vacation go. Vacation Architect there we LLC. Go. That, is, uh, that is Christian Joe's business. And again, good people. I've known Joe all my life. And I'm still recommending that you call Vacation Architect LLC. Even so. <laughs> Christy's a good woman. Let's put it that way. <laughs> He'll give that soft left-handed touch to the making that vacation. Oh, there's the website, vacationarchitect.com. Thank you, so Christy. Two websites to remember here. Play it by your podcast.com, vacationarchitect.com. There we go. And again, thank you, quite serious. Christy, and thank you, Jessica. Your- when All your right. rope is back up, Christy, you're my Huckleberry. Yeah, we're trying. We want to make sure we uh, 
do we prepare our audience for this next segment? Do we need to? Do we? Well, Eric, Eric has fallen away. I'm here. I'm here. There you are. Uh, our next topic, since I'm the game meister, uh, Dirty Minds game. We played this here before. And I'm, again, I'm going to read the description. So if you, this is the world's cleanest dirty game. It's the game of naughty clues. Now, it's going to sound very naughty. And I, Brady, I don't know if mom's still in the room here. You know, I just put that out there. Uh, they, these are going to sound naughty, but they're not naughty. The answer to the, the clues is not naughty. So I don't know where your mind will take you. If your mind takes you somewhere, that's on you. <laughs> it is your fault. It is your fault. All right. So. Uh, My LED know, lighting went out, yeah. gentlemen. I'm having all kinds yeah, of technical Feel free to guess as you uh, as you figure out what the clue is. Now, the way this works, there are five clues, and the end result of the five clues is a word or a phrase. Now, the word or phrase that probably will pop into your mind is not probably the answer that will be the end result of these five or four or five clues. So, again, called Dirty Minds because... Your mind tends to go someplace where this game will not end up. So, yes. So we drew Charles backstage. Brady. Oh man, off. Brady always goes first. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, the way we'll do this, we'll go back and forth, and I'll give one clue to Brady. He'll take a guess, or he—I guess—he can pass as well. That's up to him. And then Todd will get the second clue. All right, Brady. Does yeah. the point does the point uh, value go down? Was, was there something along the lines of the point value going down as you give more clues or something? Or oh was yes, that... That, that's correct. Point value does go down. We we start out with five points. We can guess yeah. it on the first clue. I think that was points. Was that Kyle King who came up with that? I think it was no, Kyle King. Yeah. So. yeah, the Kyle King rule. Yeah. All right, Brady. Yeah. When I'm done, you'll need to wipe off your holes. A donut baker. Okay, Todd, for four points. I can come many times in a row. Is it as awkward watching us try not to laugh as it is us trying not to laugh? <laughs> I'm sure it is. Uh, let's see. Um, I'm trying to remember the last clue. was. Well, I'm hiding one. behind my microphone here. Oh, yeah, we need bigger mics. We need a, a mic about yay big. Um, let's see. I'm going to say... I pass. pass. I, need, I need more clues. Okay, Brady, for three points, and I'll give the first two clues again. First clue, when I'm done, you'll need to wipe off your holes. Second clue, <laughs> I can come many times in a row. Third clue, for three points, you usually close your eyes when I spasm. Man! A nose. 
I was thinking the same thing. Anton, two points. My residue can drip all over your face. <laughs> can I can I hear that again? It, I'm sorry. Everything I, went I black when you first it. Like, <laughs> My residue can drip all over your face. <laughs> A uh, a shower head. Brady for one point. I can shoot all over the people around you. Are we getting any answers from the audience here? Because yes, yes we are. <laughs> okay. Uh, a square gun. Squirt gun. All right. The audience members are good. All right. Amy, Andy, Kim, all correct. The answer is sneeze. Oh, well, you know what threw me off the trail is when he said nose and you said no. <laughs> I get it now. I get it. Well done. Guys. I get it. Yeah. So uh, Lauren with the answer, John with the answer. Jen, you absolutely can guess. That's, yes, that's the whole fun of this. Yeah, it would help us tremendously. Yeah. Although you're not going to see the guesses. True. I'm not going to I, show them to you. As long as I know they're active and I just re- I, they're not sitting there in silence feeling as awkward as we are. Yes. All right. So we got big fat zero to big fat zero. Yeah. yeah. Brady, I really thought you had it with nose because I was thinking sneeze, something along the lines, but I was yeah. thinking of an object. Yeah. All right. Yes. Brady? That's my turn. Oh, Todd, excuse me. Five points. I can keep your post erect. Keep your post erect. Keep your post erect. Concrete. For the five point, concrete. Nice. Concrete? No way. Johnny, uh, all the signs we put in, buddy, help me on that one. All all the signs we installed. All right. uh, Just just for the the audience and for uh, your humor, I'll read the other comments here as well, or the clues. Uh, For four points, it would have been, you can use me to fill your big crack. (laughs) (laughs) For three points... Spackle. If you get me hard, I can last forever. For two points, I'm much stronger with a rod shoved inside of me. <laughs> and for one point, you could lay some pipe inside of me. Concrete. Brady, you're going to start making hand fart noises soon if you don't loosen your grip there, pal. Whew. All right. All right. So, Todd, out to a commanding lead. Yeah. It's the way it goes. He and you always come back, Brady. Yeah. Fixed. I know. <laughs> All right, Brady. Yes, sir. I'm scared. Great, my Five mom's points. calling. You'll find me hanging below your belt. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> um, oh, major inside joke there. Socks. A second clue, you'll sit on me at the pool. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, major inside joke. I apologize. Now, I am going to put Annie's guess up here because it ties into the second clue. So, obviously, this is not the right answer. Okay. Todd, for four points, you have to open up your zipper to get me off. Amy's guess was zipper, by the way. I'm going to say a, a, a vacuum sweeper bag, a vacuum cleaner bag thing. Uh, no, incorrect. Okay. Brady for three points. If I'm too tight, it's hard to get me off. Pantyhose? Pantyhose is incorrect. Oh. Todd, for two points. If I'm too tight... Oh, wait a minute. That's, I'm sorry. For two points. If I'm too small, you can't get me up. So, below the zipper, I hang below the belt... Pass, I have nothing. Pass. Brady, for a point. Oh, daggone, man. If I'm really long, I could drag on the ground. Pants? Pants. That shouldn't have been that hard, should have been. I'll tell you, our audience... Is putting you people to shame, I'm telling you. Uh, Amy says pants. John says pants. Becky says uh, jeans. I would have allowed jeans. Uh, Jen says pants. Kim says jeans. Chad says pants. Gary says skirt. Uh, that would have been a good guess. And uh, Josh also says jeans. Man, it seems so. It Once you hear the answer, it's like, duh, you know, but then... Brady, we're not we're not doing well under pressure, Brady. No, I I I'm not. I th- that one was um Well, Brady to get the point. Yeah, yeah. Good job. So five to one is our score. All right, Brady. It's me. Five points. Okay, fire away. If you get me toasted, I'll get harder for you. Marshmallows. Incorrect. Oh. Todd, for four points, you can stick your hot salami in me. 
Um, it's me. It's Todd. Brady. So I could guess. No, it's me. No. Oh, Todd. Yes. Um, I'm going to say an oven. Oven is incorrect. Yeah, well, you wouldn't put a salami in an oven. That was dumb. Brady. Um, if you shoot I, too much sauce in me, I could drip all over your face. Begin with that. Let, like a sandwich bun. Uh, I will allow it. Sandwich. 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 Now the you you beat the audience that time because we had several ch- guesses of bread. Becky McConaughey, Celia. Kyle King with the bread, Gary with the bread, Chad McConaughey with the bread, Mrs. Wilson with the bread, John with the bread, Ooh. Uh, Josh Michael bread, bread slash bun. bun, and Jen with bread. Seems like we got a lot of people in the room tonight. So Kyle, do you awesome. appreciate? Kyle, do you like how we're using your uh, the Kyle King rule in our scoring? Yeah. It's all because of you, man. All right. All right. Brady comes roaring back. I told you. Whoop, sorry. Five to four. It was five to four. I got to hit save. There it is. There it is. Five to four. Todd. I can use your palm to get the job done. Uh, like a, a palm reader, like a... I'll allow it. Yeah, I was trying. Uh, yeah, fortune, fortune teller. Okay. Zoltan. Nicely done. Nice. Todd, you just get the the big money points every once in a while. <laughs> Ten. Ten four, good buddy. Breaker breaker one nine. Breaker breaker one nine. Negatory. Negatory. <laughs> All right, Brady. Yeah. Did the audience guess on that one or? I, I don't think the audience got a chance to guess on that one. Oh. Yeah, there were no audience guesses. You were too darn good. Uh, Kyle King, however, does approve of the Kyle King rule. They're copyrighted, <laughs> so we will always put the Kyle. We'll, we'll just call it the double K over under. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that, that's, a, that's a dirty mind thing in and of itself, Brady. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh Who's who's first here? Who am Brady, I? Brady, Brady's Brady. All right, Brady, five points. If I have to pull out, it's an emergency. A surgeon. Surgeon is incorrect. Can I guess? Am I allowed to guess? We Can never you guess without a clue. Yeah, and get the five. Ooh. Welcome to my life. <laughs> uh, I'm going to say a fire truck. Fire truck is correct. Oh, fire engine. So Todd eschewing the second clue and takes a commanding fifteen to four. Gosh, don't worry, I'll blow it. So we did have some audience guesses there. Uh, gonna 
Pulcher Winters fire truck. Andy Dotson says cop. So along the same right. lines there. Lauren Davis fire truck. Kyle King ambulance. Ambulance. Uh, Miss Wilson fire truck. John Whitney fire truck. So audience about 50 50 on that one. I'm just loving all this participation but, tonight. Ambulance is going to be my second guess. All right. Todd? Yes, sir. Could put the game away here. All right. When I work on your hole, I start to come out of my pants. A plumber. Unbelievable. What? Plumber is correct. <laughs> uh, Do you secretly have this game stashed under your desk there, Todd? <laughs> oh. Oh. Got all excited. Yeah, I busted him money. Got him so excited he's knocking his microphone around. Chad McConaughey with the early guess there as well with Plumber. Man. Nicely done. All right, Brady, got some work to do. Five points. The more you suck on me, the smaller I get. A cough drop. Good guess, but incorrect. Oh. <laughs> oh. All right, Todd, four points. I come in many flavors. Man, I have two of them that I... Um, a popsicle. Nice. Popsicle. Gosh. So I, I didn't read the rest of the clues on the other ones. Yeah, maybe I shouldn't. I'll read the rest of the clues here. Uh, three points, you hold on to my stick when you lick me. Uh, two points, if you take too long to finish, I can go soft. <laughs> And one point when I get hot, I start to drip. Oh, my. All right, Todd. This this is a... Uh, it's an insurmountable lead, but I just need a, I need a pride question. I, I don't feel like I performed poorly. I just feel like Todd is unconscious tonight. Todd is masterful. He's on fire. On fire. Pinkerton! I feel like it's Larry Vertbird versus Kelly Trapuca tonight. Anybody. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Kelly Trapuca. You a blob. A competent player, but not, you know. <laughs> All right, Todd, is it you? Yeah. Okay. Five points. Sniffing me can turn you on. Um, I don't know the I don't know the term, but um, is it is it like smelling salts or whatever the, the uh, whatever smelling they salts. give? Yeah, incorrect. Okay. Good guess, uh, Gary. With the comment here, I believe Todd is proving as at least dirty mind in the room. <laughs> I agree, Gary. I mean, was there any doubt? <laughs> and I'll go along with John. That's hard to believe, Gary. I, I <laughs> agreed totally. 
Hmm. All right, Brady, four points. You have to wait for my stick to get hot. Incense? Incense is incorrect. <sighs> A Good candle? What? Candle? So here's the question. If you if you guess without getting the clue, do you give up your right to hear the clue? How, well, I was just I was just trying to go by that one, but I, I'm valid rule. Yeah. So so you you gave me a guess of candle, which is incorrect. Yeah. So I, I just get, you give up the right to hear clue number three. So I'm fine with that. Three. I'm fine. I th I think off air we need to make rules of this game to where like. Each person gets a guess for each point. I just don't like the fact that you don't get the same point value if you have a guess. You know what I mean? Like, I might have a guess based on the first clue or vice versa, but I'm fine with whatever. It's okay, a gamble. Brady, three, it is a gamble. You could have gotten four points. That is a gamble. So now Brady for three. Yeah, that's good. After you lick me, I might get stuck on you. A glue gun? Hot glue gun? I'll allow it. Glue, glue. is correct. For three. Who licks a three hot points. glue gun? What? Who licks a hot glue gun? I, I kind of had a question about that, too. I'm not sure where that one came from. Yeah. Kudos to Brady for me. Where, where did I come up with a hot glue gun answer? No, I'm saying, I'm saying who licks a hot glue gun? He said, if you lick me, I might stick to it. And you said a hot glue gun. Uh, true story. When I first got out of college and when I was sub teaching someplace, there was a student that had a nervous habit at one of the districts that I would sub in. And this student would gnaw on a glue stick. And I'm like, isn't that dangerous? And they're like, no. no I, yeah, I get that. But the gun and the stick are two different things. That's true. Are you calling the judge into question? Is that what you're doing? I, I, no, I, I, I well, if I were down, I would be. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I guess it's from the audience. Kyle King said perfume. Parfum. Lauren Davis said flowers. John Whitney cinnamon. Miss Wilson says Todd has the best filter. He does teach middle school. Fourth grade is kind of close to middle school. <laughs> yep. My licensure says said stamp. All good guesses, but uh, glue was the answer. All right, our clock went off. Uh, so it is, uh, what is it? 24 to 7. One more for pride. Just let, let me try to break double figures. Okay. Do you want to give a 18-point uh, question, Todd? Nah. Are you willing to? I don't want no charity. <laughs> well, let's see. I know. I'll give a 17-point question. 17-point question? Okay. 17-point question. And this is how I lose, folks. <laughs> but the pressure's on me. I got to get it on the first try. All right, Brady. The question, yeah, it actually goes to me, but I guess oh. that would, that, well, it wouldn't make sense to give the... <laughs> you know, 
17 point question. I don't know. Yeah, we make it up as we go along. <laughs> okay, Brady. I hang between your legs. Say that again. I hang between your legs. Apron. Apron is incorrect. Now, mind you, this is seventeen points. No matter when you get the when you get the answer. Okay. Can I go ahead? I'll go ahead and guess then. Okay. Shadow. Shadow. Shadow is incorrect. Okay. Yeah, we might as well just keep getting. Oh, go ahead. You sometimes have to pince me to make it fit. <laughs> is that what it says exactly? Pince. P i n c h. You sometimes have to pinch it to get it to fit. Sometimes you have to pinch me to make it fit. I got nothing on this one. Um, um, A clip-on tie? Or no, that wouldn't be below your belt. Um, We have to to accept your first answer. Yeah. Okay, Todd. After a little trim, I'm usually poked by a professional. I only have one eye hole in this camera. <laughs> can you repeat difficult one we've had? Can you repeat? That? Can you repeat the clue one more time? After a little trim, I'm usually poked by a professional. Oh, man. Man, I want to say, like, man, I don't want to tell you what I'm thinking because I don't want to give it. I don't want to, I mean, I don't want to help Brady out any, but I have some things I'm thinking. I just don't have an answer. Um, okay, so pinch me to get me to fit. Need an answer. After I'm trimmed, usually poked by a professional. Um, Uh, nothing. Nothing. Brady? Putting your legs in the air exposes more of me. A napkin? Napkin is incorrect. Todd? Can I ask you? I always start at your crotch. See... I was going to say inseam. Oh, 
name is correct. Nice. I, I, I didn't have the word I was looking for. Man. Um, I was thinking napkin because, like, we lay it on your lap, like, between your legs. You pinch it to move it, and a professional would poke, like, there's little napkin rings, like they were poking it through the napkin ring. Brady, I if I would have... If I would have said this, would have given it away? Because the one before, when I couldn't think of the word, I was thinking something a tailor does. Would have that? Would have that? I was afraid to say that because I was afraid. Yeah. It, it, if you would have said Taylor, I might have gotten. Yeah. See, I was thinking like Taylor, but I couldn't like think that. of it. Wow. Forty-one uh, to seven. I think that is the biggest rear-end kicking we've had in any of our games. Yes. I had my Andrews handed to me. I'll, I'll take it. I'll take it. Fun game. Very fun. It was. All right. Absolutely. Okay, that uh, rounds out our show. Good topics, gentlemen. I want to invite you once again, visit our website, www.playbyyourpodcast.com. Register for updates on our show. Also, go to our store where you can find Play It By Your t-shirts and masks. Uh, The link is right there in the middle of the first page, and you can click the link to the store and uh, go and check out what we have and also a reminder if you want to support what we do financially go to playitbyyourpodcast.com backslash support and one more shout out to our supporters joe rocky christina rocky and jessica longacre thank you very much you too can become a play by ear supporter yes and vacation architect llc make sure you check them out for all of your vacation needs uh, by the way, we did have two guesses on that last. Uh, I think the audience was a little stumped by it, too. Uh, John Whitney said skirt, and uh, Amy said tablecloth. She was thinking along the lines of the napkin, I think. Yes, uh, and Josh votes that the best game we play. It is fun. That would be fun in person. Yes. All right. So with that, we will call it a night. Join us next Wednesday at 7 here on Facebook, YouTube, uh Twitter, Twitch, all of our outlets. And uh, also the audio version of this show comes out on Friday. So uh, have a listen to that as well. Go to our website. You can see our video. You can hear our audio. You can go to any of our our outlets as well. Gentlemen, anything else for the good of the order? Watch out for deer. Uh, good, good, Good thing to keep in mind. Peace. Stay healthy, guys. Thanks for listening to the Play It By Ear podcast. You can follow us on Facebook, Twitter at Play It By Ear Pod 2, and our website at anchor.fm backslash Play It By Ear podcast. Thanks again, and join us next time as we play it by ear.